I'm Aaron Ross Powell, and I want to welcome you to our first piece of bonus content for the Freedom Podcast. And also just thank you for being a supporter of our show. Trevor, how do you see Freedom differing from the 400 plus episodes of Free Thoughts that we did together? Well, what we started Free Thoughts in October of 2013, I believe, uh, some somewhere around there. And we were tied to an institution and things have changed a lot in American politics, I think, in the 10 years since we started Free Thoughts. Um, the obvious example being the emergence of Donald Trump and Trumpism on the political scene. There's been a lot of changes in libertarianism and we've changed. I think both of us have changed our own view, views that we had in 2013 versus now. So at its very core, it'll be different because we're different, but also there will be more discussion among between you and me uh, to talk about you know, where we disagree, what we think about things, which is actually what people often requested of Free Thoughts, which, which was highly guest-driven, which freedom will be guest-driven, but there'll be more opportunity for people to know what we think. And that includes in the community uh, where we can, where you can access the discord and ask us questions and talk to us. Uh, and we can do special content that's related to those questions. So I think that the, the big thing is that we're, we're different. The political landscape is different. And I think you and me are both trying to bring conversations that are not inane and, partisan and signaling, which of course is what we did on Free Thoughts, into what we're doing on Freedom. Yeah, that all sounds right. I mean, I think for me, a big difference now is, as you said, this being an independent show, that we certainly didn't feel terribly constrained on Free Thoughts, but being part of an institution with a particular mission and a particular perspective did mean that free thoughts had to had certain goals in mind advancing a certain set of ideas and i think one of the things i'm proud of of free thoughts is that we talked outside of those narrow confines fairly frequently we had on guests who did not share all of the same political views that we did or the institution did but it was still it was still a show within a mission driven organization and now with with freedom we have the moral freedom to range a bit wider. And and so I think that for me, that means, and I'm excited for this, to explore perspectives that are further outside of the kinds of things that we had talked about on Free Thoughts. Um, and also to be able to explore ideas that don't have as immediate of a political hook. Because both of us, I mean, we, we have made our career in politics, but we have interests beyond that. And I don't, I don't mean, I don't want this show, it's not going to be about everything, right? Uh, there still is going to be this, this nexus of political and political philosophy and political history interest to it, but we can, we can engage with ideas that don't have as much immediate impact, aren't as specifically about policy, aren't as tied to what's happening in the news, and so on. And I think that's, that's the thing that interests me most is just getting to talk 
wider and I think deeper um, and explore the kinds of ideas that really excite both of us. And that's that's what I want from this show is we – Free Thoughts was always an excuse to just have fun conversations with interesting people. That's That's ultimately what it was for us. And I am excited to get to continue that with you as a conversation partner and exploring these ideas. And so in my mind, this is just really a show of like things that we find fascinating or things that we find really interesting to ponder or people who have ideas that excite us. And we want to explore those with you, our listeners and supporters, share those ideas and just have fun playing with kind of intellectual content. It's interesting because we've talked before and our mutual friend, Nicole, who was a friend, a friend of ours from our time at the university of Colorado at Boulder, uh, Aaron and I had a lot of conversations and we've had tons of conversations over the years where we went deep into ideas. And I think Nicole made a comment one time that, it'd be good to just record us talking in the Barnes and Noble in Boulder. And that could be its own show. Uh, and that that's kind of the joke we used to make about free thoughts that uh, this is just Aaron and I having fun with conversations about ideas that matter and, and continuing that tradition in, in freedom, but with less institutional constraints and, and with our own differences uh, for, for asking you, Aaron, um, how would you describe your own sort of intellectual progression over the last 20 years in terms of, you know, where you were and where you are and the kind of ideas that are, that were interesting and are more interesting to you uh, now than maybe were before? Uh, where are you now? Sure. I have had obviously a lot of changes in the way that I think about things, particularly over the last couple few years. And, Part of that is a a drifting away from viewing policy and policy change as the the primary, most important, or kind of only ways that one goes about advancing the cause of liberty. Um, I I often think that being entirely in the policy world kind of convinces you that there's there's little value in thinking outside of the policy world. Um, there's a couple of episodes of my my other independent podcast, Reimagining Liberty, where I dig into into this, talking with people who are more involved in in direct action and community engagement and so on. That's not about just there's a phrase in a book I read a while back that was kind of referred to it as basically begging those in power for our freedoms back. Um, and but there are other ways to go about it, and that has become a, a bigger part of how I approach this project. Um, I think a lot of it too is just colored by a, a growing dissatisfaction with the culture and a lot of the liberty movement um, that grew worse under Trump. And, and so a desire to talk to, talk with, engage with communities that, that libertarians, particularly mainstream libertarians, really had discounted or not seen themselves as potential allies to, or not a part of. Um, and there's there's a lot of interesting ideas and a lot of opportunities for, I think, fruitful conversations with, with people in 
communities outside of the norm for for libertarians. I think a big thing too, I mean, this is a terminology thing, but I have effectively stopped using the libertarian term to describe myself, not because my political views have become less libertarian. In fact, I think the story of my long career is like an increasing radicalization in my views. But instead, just because I think the term as it now applies and the kinds of people who so often claim it now don't really represent my views, not just in the sense of the policies that it's it's not a policy difference so much as it is like a cultural and a values and a, a rhetoric difference. And so I refer to myself typically now as a radical liberal, which I think a very radical one, which I think is is a better description of where I come from and the foundational beliefs and and the reasons that I want to see a a freer world. Um, so yeah, so it's my perspective has evolved and I'm hoping that that is something that we can bring to both the conversations between the two of us on this show, but also the conversations with the guests and the kinds of ideas that we surface and explore. I'm in a similar place. Uh, I definitely was first attracted to libertarianism by policy, meaning the things that interested me was, I don't know, uh, contrary opinion on minimum wage, the, the, the kind of or a contrary opinion on recycling or a contrary opinion on based on facts, based on data and saying, you know, this is not actually how things work. And the longer I worked in the policy sphere, I mean, just like you, that there are very, very few people who actually pay attention to data. And there are very, very few people who vote or even form their political beliefs based on anything regarding data, they tend to feel them. And it is absolutely true that for quite a long time, libertarians, people who describe themselves as libertarians, and I'm with you, Aaron, I, I use the term radical liberal also now, uh, but for a very, very long time, libertarians have not understood how to talk to people and especially how to talk to marginalized communities to explain that uh, you know, for people of color in the United States, that libertarianism seems uh, like it's ignoring many of the things that have helped them out over the years and minorities, and they've, they've been a very bad at it. And sometimes they've just been bad at it because their center of focus was banking and monetary policy and the, the ins and outs of national debt and things like that. And it's not that those things don't matter. Actually, they do a lot, but that's not what gets people to start thinking differently about the world. And I think that's what we want to do on this show in a way that's even bigger than free thoughts, because we want people to have bigger ideas and bigger thoughts about the way that we're organized socially, the way that we're organized politically, that we want to have good conversations with people from all over the spectrum who are interested in actually trying to figure this thing out. And to approach it and say, you know, not just to say, oh, that's a socialist, therefore we can't talk to them, or that's a conservative, like a true blue conservative, and we can't talk to them. 
we should have conversations that people will learn from and will learn from in the process and, and grow in the way that we've grown over the years in our own attitudes. And I completely agree with you. Uh, I think, as I mentioned, when I was on a guest on your show on reimagining liberty, you know, one of the worst traits of libertarians, I mean, I, I wouldn't list it as the worst, but it's up there is simply a desire to be provocative. Uh, and any, any political opinion that is outside of the mainstream, with communism, libertarianism, and whatever defines the mainstream. One of the worst traits is that I've met too many libertarians over the years teaching at conferences, interacting with students who like the actual source of their opinions was whatever most people don't agree. And those kind of relative sources of political thought, of social thought, of just general philosophical thinking, they're not conducive to good conversations. And so I think one thing that you and I have both done in the in the years since since we started this and, and started working in the sphere is get less tied to the label. I mean, not just that we changed what we call ourselves, because radical liberal is actually the best term for it, but we just get less tied to any desire to be provocative for the sake of provocative sake, like or just to uh, poke holes in people for the sake of poking holes um, and really open it up. And I think one of the biggest goals we have, and I know we share this, is that you know we would love for our listener group to be just so diverse. You know, if we get the Discord community going and we have socialists, self-described socialists and self-described libertarians talking in the chat about the latest episode and, you know, with where we used to work, it just had an automatic pull to it of people who followed that institution. Um, and like, and so you weren't going to get a, a, a random sample, definitely not a random sample, but not even a representative sample of who was listening to your podcast. And like that, I think we would feel so just energized and grateful if, you know, our community became this very, very broad group of deep thinkers with totally different perspectives who all think that, you know, we're approaching the ideas in an honest and forthright way and want to talk about those ideas too. Yes, to all of that. And so I will, I'll close out this, this first piece of freedom supporter bonus content by saying we have the Discord community. We have the AMA page that you, you got a link to in your subscriber page. We want these to be the sources of conversation. Um, we, we want that that community to to start with those of you who are supporting the show. Uh, so please engage with us, email us, find us on social media, ask us questions in the Discord. Give us your ideas because we don't this this is not a show just about our ideas. And yeah, tell if you have an idea for a guest, love tell us. Tell us if you read an interesting book or essay, let us know. Absolutely. Uh, so just yes, thank you again. And we are looking forward to these ongoing conversations with you.